Pink Fohawk is a crass, vulgar, violent, raunchy podcast that is meant for immature adult audiences only. Content warning is available in the description. Welcome to Pink Fohawk, everybody. It has been a, a been a tick. We haven't recorded in a few weeks. Let's get into it. Let's fucking get into it. I'm ready. We're fresh. We're fresh and spicy. No, so this is uh And now we don't have Sarah. Sarah's we're down. Sa- Sarah, she graced us with her presence. She was fucking awesome. You all know that. Yeah, yep. that was sick. Uh so pour a little bit out on the floor here for Sarah here. Yeah. She had a good run. We'll have her back, guys. Don't worry. I know She'll all you be guys back. are like, where the fuck's Sarah now? I'm never gonna listen to this again, but you know what? Yeah. She'll be back. Christian and I get you covered. We got you covered. Yeah, it's back to the the original duo. Back to boys club tonight. It already smells worse on this podcast. <laughs> it does. It does. I haven't showered in weeks. <laughs> it smells much worse the moment she's gone. Um. Oh, let's do some intros. Yeah. Let's do character intros. Sure. I haven't done this in so long. I got to remember how to do it. Hey, Shadow Punks. My name's Dan. I play Atina Bone Meal. Just a mountain of meaty troll muscle out here looking for a friend, cracking skulls and crushing balls. Yeah, I got it all. I got it. You nailed I it. Still got it. <laughs> hey, so I'm Christian. I play John Anderson, who's a typical 80s yuppie businessman with a black belt and a keto. He used to work for one of the megacorps, and now he's out freelancing as a shadow runner. John has to pull some serious <laughs> cash to keep up with his expensive <laughs> habits. <laughs> You wrote, you wrote I one. Did. You wrote it. I did. Now wow. would you stop interrupting me? <laughs> Let me get that last line. Let me get that last line. John has to pull down some serious cash to keep up with his expensive habits. I love it. We may have lost Sarah, but our production value has gone up significantly with you writing your intro. I also wrote my shadow fact for this week. Oh, <laughs> well, extra credit. Okay, let's roll right into that. So... John used to work for the hostile takeover division of his Megacorp employer, okay? Yeah. And he and his old contact Stooge were in charge of putting pressure on smaller competing companies to sell to the Megacorps, to sell out to merge. Okay. And if they didn't sign that paperwork, they might have to crack some skulls or shoot up the place. Or crush some balls. Or crush some balls. Or crush some balls. <laughs> didn't realize I was I was ripping off, <laughs> ripping off Tina there. <laughs> You're like copy and paste from. Uh... <laughs> so they had to, they used to have to empty full clips of ammo, okay, using every round they took on the job. Because if they had any left over, they'd have to check it back in and account for it in their expense reports after each takeover. So it was always better to blow the budget on the job, right. use everything they take with them. Right. So John got used to going big. Now he's got to be a little bit more trim and lean. He's got to right. save a couple rounds for, for the next game. Use it or lose it. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. John got thrifty. He's had to get a little thrifty. But he still likes to, when he gets into a room, he likes to light it up. Right. He doesn't hold back. He's he's unloading Predator-style full clips into his It's hard enemies. to teach an old dog new tricks. It is. Right. He never learns subtlety. It's true. Gotcha. And he gets it done. Shock and awe. He's become a coupon king. He's been a, become a cu- coupon king in his coupons. <laughs> a expensive cu- a coupon king. All right. You got a shadow fact for me, Dan? Yeah. I got one for you guys. Um, so Tina, uh, since we last checked in, she went on a, a beetle chip bender. Yikes. She did a lot of different beetles, but one of them, she ended up getting a corrupted chip and it got her stuck in a four day 
96 hour <laughs> endless loop of her riding the Timberhawk roller coaster at the Wild Waves Amusement Park, oh. which used to be the best roller coaster in all of Washington State for you Washington wow. State listeners out there. <laughs> the research, uh, four days. The research. She probably would have died from dehydration if she hadn't eventually succumbed to severe vertigo and vomited all over her own face. <laughs> Jeez. Which ironically that saved her, her by shorting out the malfunctioning chip. And so wow. that's, she she pulled through. She, she was basically just in her apartment on a roller coaster for like four straight days. <laughs> oh, until man. she vomited all over herself. That's wild. That's so funny. I mean, I fucking, that's my so thing funny. is like, I am not a dizzy ride no. person. Like, what's the worst possible bender you could go on where you're like That'd literally trapped inside your own head for days on end? <laughs> Did, did and like, Tina, it would be like being on like a dizzy roller coaster would be the worst. Absolutely. Did Tina realize she was in it when she was doing it? Or? Yeah, no, it was like a lucid dream where she was like, fuck, I can't wake up. Because like the shit was just like dominating her own psyche and she couldn't break out of it. Jesus. They have to run their course for you to like end them. It depends on the beetle. And you know what? But. You get what you pay for. And like she almost died just by not drinking any fluids for four days. It was a constant roller coaster. My God. A mind prison, a prison for the mind. She's an oh addict. She, she can't help it. Awesome. Nice, guys. Uh, oh, first of all, I want you guys to, we're going to go back to that fun little thing where you guys roll to see what happened. Oh, yeah. Roll a D6. Okay. Here's what you get if you what you roll. One is a bummer. Something shitty went down. Right. Two, you got lucky. Something positive, new, and exciting happened to you. Three, you met someone new. Four, I fucked up. You failed to run and you got no profit. Five, you nailed it. You pulled off a slick run or something, quick little job. You get an extra 10,000 noon if you roll five. Wow. Yeah, that's a good one. Six, you laid low. You just, you were on the lamb. You, you didn't do any work. Okay. So roll me a D6 and we'll see which, what happened to you guys. What'd you get, John? I got three. What was that again? You met someone new. I, that's like the hardest one. <laughs> it's been how many weeks? It's been only been a week. I'm going to say that John accidentally encountered his maid for the first time that comes and cleans. And there was an embarrassing moment where he almost judo chopped her right in the neck because he was not used to seeing someone in his apartment. Is she going to become his Kato? John didn't realize he had a maid. He just thought the apartment was always clean. And then she yeah, just exactly. walked in. And then there was an awkward moment when he realized that she had to clean up after the... Uh, <laughs> The night of Tina and Faye, the orgy. T-Day. He made oh, sure to give her a good tip. First of all, I love that John thinks this is someone new when it's someone that's cleaned his apartment for like the best yeah. year. Exactly. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, he's like passed out like a Coke bender. Like, yeah. All right. All right so Tina, what, what'd you roll? I got a one. What's a one? Bummer. Something shitty went down. Tina oh. has the worst luck. <laughs> God damn it. I mean, wait, hey, did it, wait, hold on. Does the shadow fact corroborate I should that? have saved that... my shadow fact for that. I know. It's essentially the same thing. <laughs> Tina just got out of this this beetle bender, and then this happens. What happens, Dan? No, okay, so I, okay, so, uh, it, was a, it was a bummer. It's been a week. Tina like, went to the hospital after she vomited on herself just to like get an IV bag, get some fluids back in her. You're like, and she found out she has stage four cancer. It's like, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> it gets like super dark. It's like, Jesus. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, they, yeah, that's a bummer. They ended up doing a scan, and they found out she resorbed her her twin in the womb. And, uh, uh, for real? 
I yeah, why not? I mean, that's a bummer. Um, oh. But now she has the it's the old Dwight Schrute. She has the you know, she has the power <laughs> of two trolls in one. She's uh, right. I feel like her her karma roles should double from now on, just because. Yeah. So know. really, she Jesus. had a body of nine, but because of the twin, now she has a body of ten. Yeah. Because she took a yeah. twin fetus and absorbed. But no, it was like it hit her hard because she she's always been looking for that close connection, and she realized like the closest she ever got was having a sibling, and then like it was. Oh my god. She just like this is she even like darker you know, than my answer. She didn't like That's... eat her own sibling, but no. resorbed resorbed in the womb is, That's is, so is what the doctor the doctor told her. So. Wow. Jesus. Uh, How do they get? Is that true? Can they determine that after the fact? Yeah, they they can determine it by like extra DNA that isn't yours in in oh, your wow. DNA samples. That's Weird. usually how it goes. Yeah. Interesting. I, I, that's my understanding. I could totally be fucking wrong, but I think that's what it is. Yeah. All right. Well, let's be funny. <laughs> yeah, I know. What if this really happened to somebody? Like, let's put some effort in, guys. Like, I know, like they're like cancer and like twin stuff. It's like people are going to be like, uh, I love the twin stuff. I love the twin. It's so brutal. It's so brutal. I love it. We don't that's have a real to bail us out this week, guys. So let's fucking sharpen so the now, blades. After all this happening to Tina, <laughs> we're gonna get her together with John to go on a run. Yeah, right. John's like, I saw my maid and it freaked me out, dude. <laughs> it was the worst weekend ever. It was the, the worst, worst weekend. weekend. Someone cleans my house and I have to see that. I resorbed my twin. I've been alone my whole life. John, you're the closest to a sibling I've ever had. Someone clean my house, Tina, and I saw it. That fucking sucks, John. You need me to kill her? <laughs> like I did my twin? No, 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 no. I think if I could hug her real tight, maybe I could resorb her. I just think I need to get a new apartment. I just... Someone clean my apartment. I saw it. I saw them. I saw them. <laughs> so, let me get you into the world. Let's get you into the world. All right. One week has passed since the Paladin Defense run, okay. where John, Tina, and Boz found themselves unintentionally foiling the extraction mission of a rival Shadowrun crew. That's right. Mm-hmm. The three of you decided to do some double dealing with Arthur Sutton, the target you were supposed That's to eliminate. Right. And it netted you all an additional 57,499 million apiece. And apiece. note to self, I got to stop finding these whole nice round numbers and then dividing them by three so they're just like <laughs> stupid numbers. Um... So, in exchange for Arthur's life, you guys rescued him, allowed him to... We took the money. You took his money. He offered you... We've broken the code. Broken the Shadowrun code. And we also took the money. It's going to come back to bite us in the ass. Yeah, you cashed in on the Johnson's pay because you you lied and said you killed him. That's right. So, you got an extra 13,333 New Yen apiece. We double dipped the chip. You double dipped the chip. (laughs) (laughs) So, that's where you're at. It's been a week since then. Tina, you realize that today is the day of the Jurassica concert. Oh. <laughs> the three tickets you found in that yacht when you were yeah. looking for Slam Jackson's DNA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot all about that until you just mentioned it. There's three tickets. They're for the VIP section for her concert. Really fucking kick-ass tickets. And you get a special video book signing after the show. Ooh. Today's the day. You just had some bad luck in your life. Like, this is kind of nice to, to... Yeah, Tina was like, she actually lost track of it because she was like <laughs> out of it for like four straight days. <laughs> So that's going on. Also, throughout the last few weeks, John, 
Stooge has kind of kept you up to date on the NBA championship drama, and the game is still being reviewed. All bets are still frozen. Okay. An astral referee who, while the game is going on, they can watch the astral just to make sure there's nothing fucking going on in the magic realm. Okay. This astral referee claims to have seen a massive magical interference halfway through the game. Really? It's his word against everyone because there's, there's no way to actually... Only he saw it. You can't capture it on video or anything like that. So he's paid to yeah. keep an eye out for this shit, and he claims he saw a massive disturbance. Okay, a disturbance in the force. Uh, so that's why the it's in review. The game's in review right now. How is that going to affect the betting on the game? So Stooge is kind of freaking out. He really kind of wants to because he's in debt. He's he's in big fucking trouble. Yeah, it could go where someone just decides no, the game was legit. The Sonics lost. That's the best turnout because you guys all get your money then. We get paid. He could squash the game and say that wasn't legit. The bets could be canceled. You could okay. get your money back. But I think with your guys' bets, like you might have just lost your 15 grand. You don't know. Ah. And Stooge is a little bit worried about that too because he's got a lot in debt. Yeah. You've also seen a few things in the news, both of you. Slam Jackson has gone missing. What? Along with his yacht. Mm. The last they heard, it went in for repairs because a troll blew through the side. <laughs> <laughs> and he went in for, brought it in for repairs once it was repaired. It's the last anyone's seen of them. Oh, shit. Also, Faye's TMZ video has affected her viewership ratings very negatively. Really? Fans are calling the stunt desperate, needy, and an attention whore move. She's still in the hospital. Her ribs have nearly fully healed. <laughs> the delicate neural receptors for Simpsons will take more time to heal and calibrate. Oh, my God. So she's still in the hospital. but She got a raw deal. Man. She did. She's pretty depressed right now. And she fuck, And she didn't even have to. She was just she was being a fucking team member for that move, too. She put her body on the line for you guys. I feel like John. Yo, Tina, it seems like you got a little bird with a broken wing over there. Like, that's your, that's your move to get in there for round two. I think we might owe her something for that. <laughs> But we also haven't got paid ourselves, so. Yeah. You guys, I'm assuming, are probably in your respective apartments. And uh, tell me what you guys want to do. Concerts tonight. What time of day is it? What time of day is it's, it? It's let's just say it's morning, probably like 10 a.m. Super early for John. <laughs> John's gonna call though, because he just had his his maid just woke him up, and now he's pissed. <laughs> it just happened. Just happened. John's gonna John's it. gonna call Tina. John was naked in his bed, and his maid walked in and stared <laughs> at him. John John was making eggs on his countertop island hibachi grill, just with nothing but an apron, just ass hanging out. Yeah, no, ass. completely buck naked. But he did have his uh, Aikido black belt on. That's it. <laughs> like a sumo belt that like goes under his saint. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he was like, who are you? Get out of here. Get the fuck, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> then he complained to the front desk. <laughs> of his... All right, you call up Tina? I'm going to call up Tina. Tina answers the phone. Hello? Tina. Hello? I'm up. It's John. John. I don't know what people do at this time of morning. I usually don't wake up. I haven't had, I'm clean. I've been clean for weeks now. Oh. I, now I'm up in morning. I'm a morning person. That's good to hear. I'm baking eggs. You want to come over? Yeah. Yeah, I want to, I, I got to get out of here. <laughs> I mean, I just got back. I was in the hospital for a few days and I just, I. I'm making coffee. I got some eggs. I got some brats on. You got, you got some soy brats? <laughs> Of course. Do I even have to say that? Sounds good. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Protein <laughs> replacement. Algae bacon. Substitute. 
<laughs> Algae bacon. I'll be right over. Tina hangs up the phone. She goes down her fireman's pole, which canonically is also her favorite way to exit her apartment is just a fireman's oh, pole nice. right in the middle. She's like a ghostbuster. Boz was a Ninja Turtle. Tina's a ghostbuster. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. John is from Die Hard. Yeah, right. Three stories down to the bottom of the factory. She hops on her scoot. She buzzes right over to, uh, to John's place. Awesome. So you're buzzing over to John's apartment over in uh, Iverness. Iverness. Tina comes right up on the curb. She parks her scoot out front, uh, walks right in the front door, just kind of like does a little salute to the front desk person. They know her by sight here. She's the only troll walking into this place on a fairly regular basis. Hops on the elevator, buzzes right up, makes eye contact with the neighbor next door, gives her a little hello, nods, smiles nicely, knocks on John's door. The neighbor has been avoiding John ever since that last incident, by the way. He's not gotten lucky yeah. with her in a while. John hasn't gotten lucky in a while, period. But more because Tina and Faye kept her up all night uh, <laughs> at the pounding through the paper-thin walls. She's not sure her. if, like, John has been fucking Tina. She's not sure <laughs> if, like, that's what this... Oh, my God. Thinks. That's why she hasn't come back to knock on John's door. She's like, oh, John's dating that troll now. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's too much woman. I can't, I can't measure up to can't, that. Can't compete with that. Yeah. <laughs> Tina knocks on the door. Tina, baby, come on in. <laughs> the neighbor hears that. <laughs> <laughs> Further confused. Tina comes on in, throws down a six pack on the island next to the uh, the griddle there, and, and shoes uh, that's off. All, that's what she brought over. Nice um, dude. She knows the rules. She takes her boots off, tucks them nicely right next to the door, nice and neat there, but. If you were to roll a perception, you'd see that Tina has also recently had a pedicure and she has dealt with the ingrown toenail that goes into the next toe. It's been <laughs> taken care of. Thank God. And then she also got some antibiotics at the hospital this week, which are also helping with that. So. <laughs> That's great. Tina's all fixed up. John, what you cooking? Tina, Tina, baby, want some coffee? Want some eggs? Want some bacon? I'll take the whole press, John. I'll take the whole press. Of course, of course. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and then we fast forward and Tina just fills John in on everything that's happened in the last five days. She had a fucking beetle chip bender four days went to the hospital. She resorbed her twin. John tells the story about the maid again. <laughs> totally tone deaf as usual. Yeah, exactly. Like feeling like it's exactly like a, the same. John is the first person Tina has seen in a week. Yeah, like, I know, I know. How it goes. I know, dude. Tell me about it. <laughs> I found out there's someone who cleans my apartment. She just walks in here anytime she wants into my fucking dojo. Yeah. No one walks in here uninvited. Dina tells John all about the timber hawk, and uh, they promise each other that whatever happens at the end of the day, they're going to go and look up and see if that amusement park is still open. They're going to try and ride the actual timber hawk. That's awesome. You're going to conquer that fear. You're going to face that fear. Yeah. Bro. She needs to break the loop. If it's if it's remaining, she's gonna fucking burn it to the ground. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! It's made of all wood, like the Timberwolf, like ride. <laughs> well, I I gotta be honest with you, Tina. I'm itching for a new job. I mean, I'm a little worried about. I sprung for some new things. This cooktop looks nice. Benny Hanna style gas range shoots flames up three feet in the air. Is that propane or natural gas? Yes, but I I I. <laughs> Yes. Spent this money assuming that I was going to win this Slam Jackson thing, and now this is hanging in the balance. Zero percent financing for two weeks, but after that, I got to... Uh, yeah. John, I feel you. Granted, we got a big windfall from the last run, but I'm also a little bit hesitant about that. I'm starting to question. We got burned. We got burned. You know who else got burned? Fucking Faye. You seen that? 
I saw that, but you know, John, we owe her. We owe her. I don't know. It's uh, she. She knows. She is a long time coming. These stars, they're in, they're out. I still got that fucking chip in my safe in my garage. I got. We gotta get her paid. I don't know, man. I let's just. John, I've been watching that chip on repeat. I just like. <laughs> I gotta get. It's burning a hole in my pocket. Gotta get it to her. <sighs> Tina, you gotta quit that stuff. You gotta quit her. You gotta quit that stuff. You gotta quit this chick. I know. I'm gonna get out there and I want to get to work. She's just kind of like lounging on the couch, and all of a sudden she feels uh, the three tickets to the Dressica concert kind of poking her in the back, hanging out of her back pocket. John, John, mm-hmm. I agree. In the meantime, I got tickets to the show tonight. You want to go? Hey, listen, I'm not gonna say no to Dressica. <laughs> John has like a moment, shows a little bit of a weird free Britney side of him, and then quickly reins it back in. <clears throat> Dressica, sure. Remind me, do we we don't have an offer at this point, right, Ben? There's no job offer. All we know is that Faye's in the hospital and that I got tickets tonight. What was the other thing we know? You have these tickets for tonight. You know that Faye is still in the hospital, basically. Yeah. And Slam Jackson's missing. So we're playing right into Ben's little game, aren't we? The obvious choice is go to the concert. Second most obvious choice is let's go pay Faye a visit. Slam Jackson's missing, but what the fuck is that going to do? Because he doesn't dictate whether or not we get our fucking bet money or not. Well, he kind of does. Even if we went and found him, like, how could we prove that, like, we already know that magic affected it. If we bring more light to magic affecting the game, it's just more likely we're not going to get paid. So we kind of want that to get buried, you know what I mean? I think we need to go out and have fun on the town. Yeah. We did get these tickets from that thing, and it'll be interesting to see who sits next to us at this show. That's true. We got to at least check it out. I'm with you. John's a big fan. John wants to bring the next door neighbor, the hippie chick. Oh, shit. All right. He's got to patch things up. Do it for you. Okay. You got all the friends in the world. All right. I, I want to see if we can ask Moonbeam. <laughs> her name's, her name's Moonbeam, fucking Moonbeam. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah. So you go over. John knocks on her door. You hear the multiple bolts unlock and you hear ritualistic like yoga. Enya. Trance. Enya. Yeah. Music going on in the background. As she opens the door up, you see just like boxes all lined up in her apartment. Okay. What's up, John? What do you need? Are you moving? Yeah. I'm going to be moving out of here at the end of the week. That's so sudden. I'm... Well, okay, so I've got these tickets to this uh, concert, and uh, just as friends, I thought, I have a friend who uh, got me these tickets. We're all three going, or the two of us, if the, you would be the third. I I, uh, I just want to know if you want to go with us. She looks like she's been, like, packing. She's, like, kind of sweaty. She's like, she's like I'm not really. What, what time is it at? It's, it's at 7 p.m. Everything's at 7 p.m. in my world. <laughs> it's at 7 p.m. It's totally reasonable time. Roll me. You have a negotiation skill, John. I think you do. Et- etiquette. You can roll the etiquette. I'll make the target number six because it's not quite corporate etiquette, but it's a... So I have four dice. Ooh. Johnny. Struck out. I got a lot to do, John. And, you know, I didn't think we'd have to have this conversation. I didn't think we'd have enough history, honestly, together. But, uh, you know, I, don't, I just don't think it's going to work out between us. And I just... Uh... Sure. <laughs> John has like a tear rolling down his cheek, but quickly wipes it. Yeah, no. I agree. I agree. Well, it's good to see you. <laughs> I agree. Great to see you. She's like, yeah, take care of yourself, John. Mm, I, I will. I know you're a good man. I, uh, mm. You didn't ask me, but... Mm-hmm. I could, I could see you're scared. Uh, okay. Um, we'll have a nice life. 
She watches John walk away. She doesn't close the door. She watches you walk away. <laughs> and back to the <laughs> I just think that's funny to get like a real honest conversation <laughs> to his face. Tina, let's roll. You come back into the apartment. We're giving that tick to a random. You find Tina on the phone. Oh, Jesus, Tina. Okay. <laughs> Who are you on the phone with? Tina just called the hospital and located the room of Faye feels all. Oh, jeez. Uh, a nurse answers. And Ben, I just sent you an email, but don't look at it yet. Okay. Emerald City Mercy Hospital. Hey, hey, um, my name's Tina. I was looking for Faye feels all. Could you patch me through to her room? You're patched through to her room now. Uh, let me just check to see if she wants to talk to you. Roll me an etiquette, Tina. Okay. It would be a straight charisma, which is only two dice. Let's do target number five. Five? Here we go. Oh, got a five. Got a five and a three. Wow. And you hear like sort of like in the background, sort of like, yeah, sure. Whatever. Faye picks up and is like, what do you want? Faye, how are you? This is Tina Bonemeal. Yeah, I know who it is. <laughs> it's been a few weeks and I, I'm sorry I hadn't checked in earlier. I just, I've been, I feel like I, uh, I owed you a call. How you doing? Not good, Tina. I'm pretty fucked up. <laughs> no, I saw that. I'm sorry. You know, I was just in the hospital myself. I understand. I fucking broke my ribs. I understand how it goes. You fucking told me to jump. Okay, you told me to do something crazy. And I did it, and it was stupid. I should, I should never fucking done it. I shouldn't even been on that fucking boat, Tina. I understand that feeling. I never should have resorbed my twin. It's it. What? Life deals chaos sometimes, and sometimes I was thinking about it, and I, I remembered I stole you that chip. And I need to get it to you. It's still in the vault out in my garage. I, on that note, did you uh, did you get the delivery? What delivery? What are you talking? I had about? a courier stop by last week. No, I haven't gotten anything. But uh, if that's true, that's really nice. Whatever. You might want to check your Gmail oh. just in case. <laughs> oh, just in case. Just in case. Oh, oh. <laughs> I see some hard copy here. I've never seen that. It should be a paper copy, yes. Paper, yeah. Okay, that's... What the fuck is this? It's a fucking bill? Lady T Femdom LLC invoice. <laughs> Suspension, 1,200 new yen. Electrostimulation, 400 new yen. That sounds right. What the fuck is this? It should all be there. <laughs> you can Venmo me that. I think Venmo is still canonically a thing in 2053. <laughs> However you like to pay new yen, that's fine. Is but John listening to this? It's on speakerphone because Tina's one of those oh! who's just like... Foot worship, 400 new yen. <laughs> Tina. <laughs> Pony play... I don't remember that. I don't remember that. What was you, were you the pony? What the fuck? You weren't. Well, I can't say that. That sounds rapey. But uh, <laughs> you uh, weren't awake. <laughs> Are you charging? Are you charging? You're, 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 I handed you she, the pamphlet she, before we started. Explicitly, you checked all the boxes and a few more as we went. It's fine. We can set up a payment plan. We can do it however <laughs> you want. It doesn't have to be today. I just wanted to make sure that you got that invoice and that we're moving forward on that front. Also, you got some fucking Tina. You're a hooker. (laughs) No, no, no. I am a professional. (laughs) I mean, that's a hooker. (laughs) (laughs) You got some fucking balls, Tina. You know what? You know what? You keep that chip. You know why? Because then maybe you'll know what it feels like to go fuck yourself. (laughs) (laughs) She she hangs up the phone. Tina, I had no idea that you were a professional hooker. <laughs> do, do we? Do we? You didn't. You never told John. You never told John. No, 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 no. 
Does that make me your John? <laughs> John, I'm a sex professional. I am not a hooker. I'm not a prostitute. Wow. Look at me. I am looking at you. I provide a menu. People select from the menu. I provide a service. Uh, it's not my body they are purchasing. <laughs> All right. Well, not in my apartment. Not in my apartment. All right. It's not my body they are purchasing. Let's go to this concert. I need to cleanse my palate. There's been a lot going on in here. You're right. You're right. <laughs> These are good eggs, by the way. What'd you put in this? Tabasco? Is it Cholula? As you're, as you're talking, you hear a chime on your phone. You get a text message. From who? Both of us? It's just you. It takes a moment for you to recognize who this person is. You're just like, who the fuck is this? It says skunk. And you realize, oh, this is this guy I did a run with once. He's kind of a fuck up. Okay. He's this orc with a skunk stripe in his hair. All right. You kind of told yourself like you didn't want to do a run with him again. This guy's kind of sloppy and kind of yeah. reckless, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It says, uh, so we're meeting at the venue, right? Going to bring my ranger arms and make sure there's no encore for old Dressica. What? <laughs> and then you get another text. Sorry, wrong number. Fuck. Whoa. And then you get another text. Wait, is this bone meal? How you doing, by the way? Make any big scores lately? <laughs> Tina's like reeling a little bit. It was like rapid fire texts. Yeah. She's like holds up the phone and shows it to John. Oh, fuck. You know this guy? Yes, he's fucking fuck up. <laughs> fucking skunk. What the fuck does this mean? He's going to ruin my fucking concert. I need this right now. She's going to fucking kill Dressica? <laughs> oh, my God. Tina's voice. Tina's voice always gets real deep. <laughs> what, what do I say, John? What do I say? I really need to make some money pretty soon here. I'm just trying to figure out how that's going to happen. Tina texts back, one sec. <laughs> Chatting with a friend. How you doing, skunk? Send. You get a text back. Uh, you know how it goes. Ups and downs, dry spells. Heavy rainfall lately. Pretty sweet gig going on right now. Listen, um, I like Dressica, but if there's a job... You're saying we get in on this job? Absolutely, baby. Tina's, Tina's torn here, because she's like, she's like a huge Dressica fan, so like, she's... Yeah, but we don't know all the deets. So maybe the best thing to do here is like, dig in a little bit, figure out what the details are. Yeah, we can make our choice. What should I text him? What's this about Dressica? So that's what Tina texts. What's this about Dressica? You going to the show? Question mark. Question mark. Winky face. He writes back, what show? And a little winky face back. Tina just texts emoji face with, with heart eyes. <laughs> she doesn't what? fucking understand how to do this right. He texts back an eggplant. <laughs> she texts back a peach with like the little like water splat. <laughs> Thirst. <laughs> we got to text him. Can we get in on this? You need any help? Let's, let's get a mish going here. Tina texts. Things have been dry around here. Kind of thirsty. Kind of thirsty. And then sends like the splat again. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> Sending all the it's, wrong messages. It all makes sense kind of now. Like, okay. John's like, wait, are you are you working? What kind of job are you working here, Tina? What you got going tonight? Send. <laughs> right. You're like, I wanted to get the, the, the shadow run mark. Not the <laughs> yeah, I, the shadow run, Tina, not the other jobs you do. He writes back. We already got a crew, but let me ask around. Didn't mean to text you. Uh, now, I want you to roll me a, okay. a charisma roll, and we're going to do another target number five to see if you can convince this guy to let you guys in or see if this works. Okay. I like it. My charisma is a two. Now, hold, I, have, I have a question, though. 
What if I have John text for me? We'll make it target number four because um, because John is actually talking over your shoulder and helping you. Okay. All right. Target number four. Two dice. Tina has two charisma. God. A four and a one. Four and a one. Wow. He texts back. He's like, hey, I just got a text back from the lead. The more the merrier. Wow. Only got room for you, though, Tina. You can continue to negotiate. I'm going to let you do another roll if you want to try and bring someone else in, but he doesn't know. Uh, Tina's going to text back who you got, what they good at. Send. Uh, did not expect this. Because to Tina might try to be like, hey, you need a John. You know what I mean? Yep. He writes back, not sure if you know these guys. Buzzsaw, he's working the doors, muscle. Deadbolt, she's going to be handling any of our Matrix needs. She texts back, sounds like Deadbolt should be working the doors. <laughs> <laughs> he does like a, a cry laugh emoji. <laughs> Onyx is going to do the magic shit. Sovereign handling other additional muscle. And what does Skunk do? Like Tina would know this canonically. What does Skunk do? You're kind of surprised that anyone would bring him on a run. He's kind of just this reckless shithead. Okay. He's more of just like a muscle. He's kind of just a brute. But you do know, he said he's bringing his ranger arms in that first text. That's a sniper rifle. Oh, got it. Uh, she texts, I'm all fucking in, love it, love Dressica, love the action, but I got a guy here that I don't work without. Wired reflexes, ropes for muscles, internal smart link, sharpshooter, fucking high roller, he does it all. You want a guaranteed win? You bring in my guy. We make this happen. <laughs> John, John's like... Got another tear welling up in his eye. <laughs> That's your friend. Listening to this. Takes about a minute or two. He writes back, goes, pretty impressive. We could use a wheel, man. How's he with wheels? Tina Tina turns to John. She's like, how's he with wheels? Solid. John has a rating of six in bikes, a rating four in cars. And we actually, if the car is, is outfitted for a rigger, he can actually yeah. jack into the car level one and fucking be the car. That's right. Oh, shit. John can do that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I didn't know that. <laughs> she texts, my guy could drive a transport boat through rush hour traffic downtown Seattle. <laughs> Send. He laughs. He's like, we don't need a boat. What the fuck are you talking about, Tita? <laughs> I mean, he's good behind the wheel. Send. He's like, let's roll. Okay. So then you get a call on your phone. Okay. It's a obviously voice modulated voice. Okay. Okay. Is this phone meal? Tina puts the brick phone on speaker and she says, This is Tina. I heard you, uh, you and a friend are looking for uh, some action. Me and my friend John here. We're real thirsty. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. <laughs> Just go show me everything. The show starts 7 p.m. We're going to do a little pregame at 6 p.m. Okay. Back behind uh, the impossible market on the south side of the Coliseum. Sounds good. Bring your friend. Does he have wheels? We're going to need a car that can fit at least six. I think we could arrange for that, yeah. Payout's going to be 20 grand a piece. Shit. See you at six. We'll be there. And the phone goes dead. Uh, where are we going to get this car? <laughs> what I'm thinking is she may not even call up Boz. She might just show up at Boz's house and see if he's there. And if he's not, <laughs> she might just take the van. We're taking Boz's That's van? Awesome. That's I love that. I think we take Boz's van and it, like whether or not Boz like approves it, we just kind of take it. I think we should just take it in the middle of the night. I think we just I think we I think we take it's it. It's such a Tina move though to be yeah. like to basically be like you already ripped our hood off. You made this van your bitch. Here I all right. 
Can I roll a dice to see if Boz answers? Yeah. Why not? I want to call Boz. I want to call him up. So, Tina, you got... I was going to reward you some more karma, actually. Let me just see how much I was going to give you guys. I think it's funny if you called Sarah right now. Oh, my God. That would be really She's funny. like, what so the funny. fuck? She's like, I told you I'm out, Dan. I told you. And I, I, I told <laughs> you. I'm never doing this again. <laughs> you told me you told them that I'm out. I'm done with this shit. <laughs> you fucker. Yeah, you got a lot. You got a lot of karma, actually. Let's see. So just so you guys know, I just texted Sarah. Yeah. This is what I said. I said, recording tonight, urgent. Hey, Boz, it's Tina. We did that run last week in the tunnels. Hope your dick's okay. Would you mind if we borrowed the Aerostar for a quick run tonight? Promise we'll fill it up before we bring it back. I love it. That's amazing. We'll see if she texts me back. Um, Tina, you now have four karma dice. Okay. For luck rolls, we roll that amount of dice. You don't lose them. You just roll to see. Sure. So let's yeah. roll that against target number four and let's see if... Okay. Uh, four dice, target four to see if Boz answers the phone, love right? It. I'm going to say target okay. target six because it's really hard to get a hold of Boz. His tenants can never Because he's under the he's in the fucking crawl space right. and he never gets reception. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. I got two sixes. Damn. Yeah, baby. Shit, dude. Uh, by the way, Sarah just texted me back. Uh, she's, she says, Haha, fuck yeah, fill it up and get her washed before you return it. That's awesome. Uh, you catch uh, Boz as he's like in the bar at the mainframe and he's okay. just like having a beer. Okay. He's having, drinking some wine. Drinking some wine and a beer? Drinking a little wine and a beer. A little, a little double fist. A little like, double yeah, fist like, action. Yeah, yeah. Wine bomb. I like it. Well, I'm going to say this. He basically tells you like, I'm not going to load any rockets in it. If you want those, you can okay. pay for them. They're oh, expensive. Fuck. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. I just think Boz would be like, don't shoot my fucking rockets. <laughs> he might unload the van. I agree. I agree. I agree. Okay. Yeah. So Tina clicks the phone, hangs up. Says, he's all in. He says we can use it, but he's busy tonight. He's setting traps or something. The, the fucking cats are back. Let's fucking head over there. <laughs> all right. Let's ride. We buzz over there on our, our scoop and our rapiers. We kind of park down yeah. the street to block. Tina goes and grabs the hide a key, rips the uh, the cloth off the, the Aerostar, and uh, and there she'd be. It's about 5.30, it's quiet. People are starting to come home from work in that area. It's very, um, you know, residential area. But the van's kind of tucked in this nondescript kind of alley between some buildings, and he's got the cloth on it. This next to like a dumpster, and you guys are, yeah, able to get inside, and John's able to boot that up. Uh, now I want when John's like booting up the car and trying to like jack in his like rig to control the car through his brain. He like realizes like the Millennium Falcon. It's like got this old school computer yeah. language that like he barely understands. He's like, this thing's fucking weird. Where the fuck did Boz get this thing? <laughs> John's used to his like fucking kit motorcycle, like yeah, top exactly. of the line AI. <laughs> exactly. That's perfect. That's perfect. Uh, so typically the car has to be outfitted to let you have the control pull or whatever to jack into it. But I'll say that like you just have to bring your little interface thing to plug in basically like stick the thing into the cigarette lighter yeah to for power <laughs> yeah i mean why wouldn't every car has a computer now why wouldn't there be a computer in this car i would say this one might not because it was so old but he's outfitted it with a computer it's got like a targeting system uh, i like so if it's, it's like a, an old an ancient yeah it's a dialect i've never heard before you plug this jack into your head you have a data jack in your head on your temple and i see like outrun graphics <laughs> yeah. 8-bit when you turn this thing on you instantly feel a huge sense of vertigo as you like fall into this van and you just feel 
huge. You feel massive and heavy. You feel like your shoulders are like the tops of this fucking van, the fenders. Yeah. You can feel the grips of the tire on the fucking asphalt. It's like a sensation that you could feel. Right. You could feel where the fucking bulkheads are for these rockets that are anything. You feel that it's a little empty. It's a little empty. He's taking these rockets out. Shit. Got it. Dude, that's fucking rad, dude. <laughs> Tina opens the uh, the sliding door in the back as John crawls into the front and does his thing there. Uh, Tina's brought everything. She's brought all her fucking gear. Stop getting in my ass, Tina. <laughs> I can feel that. <laughs> uh. You feel a massive meaty ball of troll <laughs> muscle. You feel a suspension just like crunch underneath <laughs> Tina. She steps into this thing. Yeah. It's, it's as if a nine and a half troll just crawled onto your back and you're giving her a piggyback ride. Oh, John, it feels like you just ate a well done porterhouse steak that is, it just sits like a rock <laughs> in your stomach in this van. <laughs> Tina starts sorting through all of her fucking surveillance gear, like in the back of the vacation Aerostar, her micro cam recorder transmitters or like all of her surveillance gear and just kind of sorting it out, getting it ready and then just kind of like cleaning up the van a little bit, making sure that it can fit all the other runners that are going to be riding this thing, allegedly. Fuck yeah. Uh, by the way, just so we're saying, John, when he's jacked into this van he's driving, he gets a control pool. So it's like his combat pool, but he gets to add that to when oh, he's shit. riding, whatever he's doing. Hell yeah. I want to have a Ronin-style drive mission in this. <laughs> yeah. You feel like this fucking throaty roar as you're like driving this thing. You just feel this purr through your whole body. This van is a fucking beast. Ooh, Johnny Lake. <laughs> you're used to such like slick Japanese crotch rockets and like there's this fucking American built Detroit Steel V8 fucking van. Yeah, V8. It's a straight eight. I'll just say that. Sure, there's a straight eights. Is there straight eight? Sure. It's a stacked eight. It's vertical. That's even cooler. Weird. <laughs> You're like, that's not, that doesn't help anything. Wait, see, um, I, I just like, I like it if Boz spent some of the money from the last run to like revamp the fucking engine, turning it into yeah. a V8. It's just like, can be a supercharged V8. Like, he didn't replace the hood, and it's just like this fucking engine block towering up out of like where the hood would be, and it's just like fucking spitting flames. He could supercharge it, and he could put like a big, like, air intake like the old muscle cars we can get hood. skunk up there like it's uh fury road just like that's spitting sick. nos down like the fucking exhaust <laughs> and just yeah like, like putting alcohol down there yeah that's awesome that yeah, is sick. dude you can see that the hood is not welded back on but it's like duct taped on across the top <laughs> but he's crudely cut a hole for that fucking turbocharged engine to like poke through like a fucking hood of this roof yeah yeah that's perfect that's john perfect. it feels like it feels like you got a fake mustache on with this hood that's <laughs> like barely on nice who wants a mustache right yeah <laughs> we don't have to be anywhere for like six hours so tina and john just fucking go on a joyride all like all day hit every brunch spot you know you're getting used to the feel of this thing john with tina and <laughs> john's gonna try to park this thing like ace ventura like perfect like do like a like an e-brake turn yeah we just go out to like an abandoned factory parking lot and john just like practices all of his yeah like ocean's like, 11 he's just getting everything like perfect. drifts and like corners styling and, like, it in it's like learning how to ice skate you're just like you're fucking doing like <laughs> crazy cop turns and shit. We montage yeah. that, and by the end of it, John's just like, "This is like the fucking back of his hand." Yeah. Just I'm smacking ready. light posts down and shit as you're trying to do it. Exactly. Um, you finally get it down by the end. Yeah, so you, you get it done, and you you guys drive on over to the Seattle Center Coliseum, which is basically right in the heart of downtown Seattle, it's right off of the the Sound there. 
the Rinraku Arcology is actually right there too. So that huge pyramid you guys were in with the oh yeah Fizigu Fountain, Seattle Center Coliseums were like the Supersonics play. It's where the hockey games are. It's where all the big fucking concerts are. You roll up to this place and it looks like um, I have a handout here. I'll show you. It's got this sort of almost like a circus tent. I love uh, you know everything about Seattle. Yeah. <laughs> circus tent, sort of, not a dome, but like sort of like oh, this. Shit. Nice. What they do for these rock shows, and you guys would know this, they put in this, the south end of the stadium, they put a little rock stage up, and that's sort of where they block it all off so that that's where the rock stars come in from the back, and all the rest is just seating up and around it. So you roll up to this place, and uh, you park behind the impossible market i'm gonna call it impossible the impossible burger oh fuck yeah. um impossible market is on the southeast this is awesome this is so well thought out the impossible burger just like <laughs> tastes like the the meatiest realest burger you've ever had that's made out of plankton right it's one of those super bloody plant burgers i just want our listeners to understand how thought out this stadium is oh shit dude this is sick <laughs> Yeah, this is impressive. I was zoomed in way too far. I got this off of the actual Coliseum website. That's awesome. It's amazing. You guys are behind the Impossible Brew Marketplace. Okay. At 6 p.m. sharp. 6 p.m. sharp. Tina texts Skunk and, and says, 1991 Aerostar, wood paneling, brown on beige, send. <laughs> I love that it's a piece of shit. <laughs> you get a text back from Skunk. He puts like just the eyes, like side eye, like in an SRSLY, like seriously. He thought you guys were gonna roll up in like a sick car. Like a, you come up with this fucking piece of shit, man. They it, said they needed like six people. I mean, we gotta fucking fit him in a van, right? Yeah. Again, it looks like a piece of shit. It's a sleeper. It's a bit of a sleeper. It's got new tires on it, though. It's How many did I tell you there were? It was uh, six people total. I said six. It should be five. I gave you four names, and then I gave you skunk. Okay. They show up on foot. Crowds are sort of kind of funneling. There's a huge line on the north end of the stadium where all these people are waiting at the doors to open up. The shops around the Coliseum are bustling. Like, it's just a really fucking... Let's say this is like a Thursday night, and it's about six o'clock, and it's just starting to pick up. People are shopping in the malls, really nice sort of high-end, you know, designer shops sort of around this area. It's in downtown. And then these five just sort of like, you guys just know the look. This is the the way they walk, the way they're dressed. They've got like, body armor is kind of like a fashion statement in 2053 too. Like people wear like fucking like padded armored shit and fucking decorative like swords on their backs and shit. It's just like this, a lot of like Native American tribal tattoos and fetishes and things like feathers on their earrings and shit. It's like all sort of the rage, but like these guys look real. Like they look like they know how to use that sword. They know how to like fucking handle themselves and they roll up. You see, you recognize Skunk right away. He's an orc. He's probably like in his mid thirties, but he looks like he's pushing 50 because he's just been smoking, drinking. He's been ridden hot and put away wet. Ridden hot yeah. put away wet, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got one leg a little shorter than the other, wobbling as he's coming up to you. Four other characters roll up. Uh, one of them is a female elf, a human man, a female human, Okay. and then another orc, actually, male. Okay. The elf female is kind of taking up the front and she walks up and she looks at you and John. You guys are still. Are you guys standing outside the van, or are you guys? We're, I feel like we're in the van. You're in the I'm van. still part of the van. 
Are you in the driver's seat part of the van, yeah. or do you, can you be anywhere in the van to do that? Uh, probably the driver's seat. So John's sitting in the driver's seat. Tina's in the back, sitting in the very, very, very back seat because the center seat's taken out yeah. canonically of Boz's van. So John, you can basically, you can feel what's the van, but you can only see sort of what the missile targeting system could see. Okay. So there's like cameras. That's kind of your senses, your visual senses is this sort of forward camera. Okay. You can see them kind of walking up to you. But like as far as John is, he's like comatose in the seat. He's just so like, he can't do both. He can't be John and Rigor at the same no. time. He'll suffer a Correct. massive penalty if he tries to do anything with his physical body. Can I disconnect him and like wake him up? Or yeah, can I like you can. He can basically come out at any time he wants. So if you just like pull okay. the cable, he'll be a little disoriented, but he'll be back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They walk up, the female elf walks up and uh, taps on the window. Tina like pokes her head up between the seats, like between her window and John and like looks at her, just kind of motions back and she opens the side sliding door uh, on the passenger side. Yep. She looks inside. She's like, I didn't want you to bring me a piece of shit to die in. John's going to start revving the engine. And Tina goes, if you're going to die... Might as well be in a 1991 <laughs> Ford Aerostar. And you, you hear Skunk behind. He's like, he's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's like looking at everybody. <laughs> and she kind of rolls her eyes and she's sort of like, all right, you guys look like you know how to handle yourselves. I want like John to like step on the gas, put it into like a quick donut turn. <laughs> Dude, can we and roll like, for that? Yeah. Let's, let's fucking do it. The doors like roll shut. Like slide shut. Just like an in place like 360 with exactly. one wheel that never like moves and the, the car just spins around it. Exactly. Yeah. It'd be sick if Boz put some hydraulics on this thing. It just starts like bouncing like up and down. Like it's just <laughs> fucking tricked out. Little rider. He starts twerking the back end of this. <laughs> <laughs> so you get four dice, John. All right. So this van has a handling of four. Target number four. And you can add your control pool to that because fuck it. My control pool would be... Rain dice, John. Glad I didn't unplug you. Your control pool, you have... Uh, you get six Fuck. in your control pool. You get ten... Yeah, dude. You get ten dice. Fucking rain you it can down, only, You can only use four of those since it's... Oh, that's only four up to four. Yeah. yeah, so it's eight. Yeah. So you can roll eight dice, target number four. I'm doing it. Show it to me. Are you fucking kidding me? Did you get any? Oh, wait, no, no, no. I did three. It was just... Oh, three successes. <laughs> I was like, what? You run over her toes. <laughs> I was going to say, you like splatter into the building and we're one runner down. Yeah. You rip this I fucking... It's like backfire and fart. It's like we're going to the concert. <laughs> the security is like gunshots. They just start fucking shooting at your van. <laughs> no, so, uh, so yeah, you black this fucking tires. You lay a strip and she jumps out of the way just in time as you fucking swing this back in around into a donut. Yeah. And it's like a perfect fucking vroom, ring. Vroom, vroom, vroom. <laughs> we should just use those sound effects. Please do. Can we? I actually thought it was funny. Just a quick side. I know we don't do any more sides, but if we start doing a, like a, a fantasy sort of spinoff of this or whatever at some point, I want all the sound effects to be from our mouths like that. Like that he's doing furniture now. Police Academy. <laughs> that would be really funny. That'd be good. Okay. So, uh, she kind of jumps back and is like, all right, point taken, point taken. I want fire to be coming out of the tailpipes. Yeah, the tailpipes. Yeah, <laughs> fucking singes your eyebrows off. Yeah, Sick. man. There's a lot of people looking out of these stores. I mean, you're back behind the shop, but you see people like fucking goosenecking. What's that called when they're like, yeah, 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 yeah like yeah, looking to see what, what's going on back there. But it's like, you just look like a bunch of rambunctious fucking like hit hard. 
band riders. Like you just look, I don't know. It's a weird sight. You got six swords and shit. Like you just look like ruffians, like sick ruffians. So yeah. she's sort of like, okay, okay. Tina pokes her head out and just kind of beckons everybody into the van because I assume we all got to fit in here one way yeah. or the other. She goes up and taps John on the shoulder. If he doesn't react, she's going to unplug him. Here it's like the horn. It's like, <laughs> that again? <laughs> it's Billy's horn. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. I think it's funny if it's just like a, a like a little air horn. It's like a little chain hanging off the thing. You like you would pull this thing. It's like <laughs> yeah, they all pile in and uh, and I love how I'm to, like Herbie. I'm like the freaking love. Bug. Tina <laughs> Tina knows she needs John's participation here because he's always the brains. And so she just, uh, she reaches up and just kind of pulls the plug out of uh, uh, John's brain. Oh! <laughs> oh! Yeah, John, you take like you take one stun because you're just like, fuck. Like, it, it jolts. We get time. We get you time. got time. You'll, you'll walk yeah. that off. But you're disoriented and you kind of come to and you see these people. Oh. You felt them piling in before she pulled the jack. John oh. wakes up like in Tina's lap. She's just like caught him as he like fell over. And she's like, John. It was like that pee shiver. Like when you take a pee and you shiver afterwards. John. He's like, huh. John, that was fucking sick. We're looking good, man. Picks him back up and sets him right up in his seat. Turns to this, uh, this fucking crew. Let's roll. Take us around the, the venue here, but uh, don't go into hot sim. I need you to stay present. I'm just going to add something to Boz's thing since we're making up stuff. It'd be cool if I could like switch off the V8 and like run on like just like a golf cart, like just like slight EV mode, stealth <laughs> mode. That's pretty cool. I could switch the valve. We just look like an unassuming like soccer mom driving around <laughs> in a fucking Aerostar around yeah. the venue. Yeah. 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 You're able to not idle, but just about around this place. And it's pretty unassuming. The windows are all tented. Cool. No one can see inside. Yeah. No one knows there's a team of us. You can hear the low rumble, the V8. You're right. A low yeah. rumble, a little diesel yeah. rumble. No one knows there's a team of assassins inside this van scoping out this venue. <laughs> I love it. And uh, she lays out this map for you guys. I love it. And starts to go over the plan. We'll do quick intros quick. I'm sovereign. Make no mistake. I'm running this thing. You got it? Got it. She looks at Tina. She looks at John. Got it. Yep. <laughs> this is Buzzsaw. She points over to this dude with sort of like this fucking like hot pink, pink faux hawk, if you will. Pink nice. faux hawk on his head. <laughs> and a little matching hot pink goatee that he's dyed his hair on his goatee as well. He's the orc. Okay. And he kind of grunts at you when she says his name. He's going to be handling doors. What does that mean? He's going to be handling any security that's going to try to come in from outside from the doorway. Okay. I think it's funny if Tina's like, oh, and then it's uh, like, okay, we can leave. Just need to know that. Hold door. <laughs> Hold door. Hold that door. Hold door. I remember that reveal and thinking that was yeah, so yeah, yeah. stupid. Everyone yeah. was like, oh my God. I'm like, that's so stupid. Oh my God. Is this, is he a cyber guy or is he like literally just like muscle? You can't tell. Okay. Okay. He just looks, you can, it doesn't, okay. I'll just say this. He doesn't look like he's had much yeah. work done cyberware wise, but yeah. he looks like he can kick ass. Okay. She looks over at uh, the elf girl who's got sort of these like cybernetic goggles up over the top of her head and yeah. some mirror shades around yeah. the front. Purple fucking swooped hair, sort of in a bob haircut. Okay. That there's Deadbolt. She can handle any any kind of surveillance they may have. That there's Onyx. He's going to provide additional muscle. And Onyx is this like super shaved headed bald 
dude also mirror shades but they're like implanted in like the ridges of his eyebrows like these fucking okay. shades he's got them up when you're looking at him and then he flips them down and he's like fucking got these sick as soon as I make eye contact yeah, yeah. mirror shades yeah. just yeah he can't, he can't, he can't. <laughs> nice he, he can't hold a man's gaze <laughs> <laughs> he's got he's got a sick samurai so like a fucking katana sword on oh, his yeah. back and a black trench coat blades yeah day katana he is blade he's he's wesley snipes all right gotcha like gotcha. Actually, in this world they have vampires too so i could make him blade i could That'd make him blade sick. sick let's say he's blade we'll say he's blade <laughs> canonically his Sounds name's good. onyx he just got out of jail for for tax fraud yeah <laughs> <laughs> right, and he nice. and he did some unsavory passes at Pamela Anderson at one point in his life. <laughs> Jenna, Jenna Jameson. Jenna Jameson. It's Jenna Jameson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and you know Skunk, and Skunk does like the thing where he puts his fingers up and sticks his tongue through. He's like, <laughs> yeah. And Tina just holds out a big troll fist, gives him a pound. Yeah, yeah she, he's like, oh yeah, yeah. This is like the Blade Two crew. This it, is like the Blade. Two. And Tina, Tina goes, my name is Tina Bone Meal, and this is my platonic yeah male, this is my male. this is my john john <laughs> and uh she she motions to john in the front john's side. just like uh yes my name's john she says uh all right so here's the deal i told you buzzsaw's handling the doors deadbolt's handling any matrix needs onyx is handling any additional muscle the plan is we know they've got astral security. They got mages in there that can monitor things. They probably got a protective barrier up, magical barrier, obviously, right? She looks at John, she looks at Tina. Yeah, sure. A magic barrier to protect Jessica. I would if I was them. Yeah. Onyx here, he can see in the astral. Sure. He's going to point out to you, Tina, and to Buzzsaw, but your job is to take down any mages you see. Any mage security, you need to fucking take them down quiet like. Okay. Once they're down, Skunk, we're going to post him up there with his sniper rifle. He's got a good angle through one of these windows here. Wait, so John's not taking that shot? Skunk's going to take that shot. I think John's the wheel man. That's right, that's right, that's right, that's right. Tina glances forward. She makes eye contact with John through the rearview mirror of the driver's mirror. And she just says, What's the end game here? Who's the mark? You just said you got a sniper taking a shot. I need to know what the fuck we're doing here. Who's the mark? We're taking down the main event. And then I want John to be like, underneath his breath, like, Jessica. <laughs> and they're all like, they're all stoked. Like, fuck yeah, we're taking down Jessica. Yeah, we're doing this. Fuck yeah. They'll fucking fist bump skunks sitting there going, I hated her albums. I hated every single one of them. You know, she was a hack after like her first <laughs> one. I mean, she used to do some real kind of like, I thought some real I, soulful I, as, stuff. As, as they're talking, I wanted to like. <laughs> Just kind of like go to that weird like like that buzzing, ringing in the ear, and they like they get it like kind of blended out, and John just like quietly like turns like his his gaze to Tina, and they both like kind of stare at each other like yeah, what are we gonna do? And we pick, and she definitely picks up on that, and she's just like, but she buries it. And she knows that John and her are going to talk about this a little bit later. The the music bleeds into John's subconscious, like. Laughing in the fast lane. Thank you for listening to Pink Fohawk. We'd be hugely thankful if everyone listening could post about our podcast on Reddit or Twitter or leave a review on Podchaser or Apple Podcasts or even just share our show with a couple of friends. That'd be awesome. Thanks again for giving us your time. It's the most precious commodity any person has. 
pink faux hawk theme created by Colin Rufino. You can find links to his website in the description below, along with credits for other songs used in this episode. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. I'm gonna have to think long and hard about what I wanna do. I don't know yet. I'm just gonna tell you right now, Tina, when she made eye contact with John, Tina's a fucking Dressica fan. Tina respects artists. She has no reason to kill Jessica. Same with John. She ain't down for this. He likes money too. So he's so torn right now between like making money as a runner and like his fandom for for Jessica. And (laughs) I I feel like the only way to solve this is to do a roll. So roll me, roll me a willpower. Uh, That's a three for John. But I'm not rolling that. And we're just gonna say target number four. And if you succeed, you stick with the job. I I can still change my mind if you convince me otherwise. I think I should still roll for it though. Wait a minute, what are you saying? I was saying John is rolling to see if he's got the willpower to stick Stick with this job. I thought you were gonna roll willpower to break the job. You're gonna willpower to stick with the job. To suppress the emotion. To be the shadow runner. You're saying willpower to follow the money as opposed to willpower to following your conscience. Yes. I think with John, yes. <laughs> I like that. I like that logic too. So uh, one, roll me a willpower. That's a three. You have a three for willpower. Three dice, target number four. Ooh. All right. Oh boy.